0: Hey everyone, welcome to the music podcast for another week. I'm your host, Neil Griffiths. Uh, and I'm joined at Studios 301 in Sydney today uh by Dance Royalty. And I'm gonna say now, my dear friends. I mean we just met, but dear friends, bag <laughs> I raiders. Feel it. Yeah, Jack Chris, how are been, we, guys? It started well. Yeah. So. Look, it's been a it's been a solid three and a half minutes of banter. Yep. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. if it keeps going
1: like this, we will Who be, knows? Yeah, who knows
0: where we'll lead. Um, guys, thank you so much for coming by. Thanks for having us. Um, very exciting times for Bag Raiders. Um, you guys released a new song last month, early Feb, uh, and you're going on tour. So, just to clarify, you guys will have just started the tour by the time this goes out. So, how were the first couple of shows? Uh, no, we've been to for a couple
1: of weeks. A couple actually. of weeks, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, we are in the midst of touring. We're yep. already battle- Hardened. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shows have been great, actually. They've been really fun. We did an amazing one in Adelaide on the weekend, which is wild. Um, and doing a bunch of DJ stuff and playing in uh, some of our favorite clubs and cities has been good.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's um, it's very exciting times because do we know? I know the new album is called Horizons. Do we have a release date yet?
2: Not a solid one. We have like a vague, you know, sort of. Sometime in the next five years.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Good. Just be really. I'm going to say things like quarter three coming quarter yeah. three. Yeah.
1: Actually, I think it will be quarter three. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, it's great. quite likely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty interesting because obviously Bag Raiders a, are a very established name in Australia and beyond. We'll get to the US shooting stars craze. Don't worry. But yeah, you guys released your debut album in 2010, and yep. you're going to release your second album in 2019. So first question: What the fuck? <laughs> It's been a
1: long time, yeah. A lot of highs and lows. Uh, we've toured a lot. We lived in America. We we wrote a lot. We wrote a lot. We released
2: a lot, actually. We mm. had like an album's worth of music of that we brought out in EPs and yeah. stuff like that in, in the time that's passed. Um, but yeah, this album that is coming out
1: this year has been quite a journey yeah. and... Um, it's gonna feel good when it's actually out in the world.
0: Yeah, I mean, you mentioned that you you released plenty of music in mm. these last nine years. Was there any conscious decision to release them as EPs or singles rather than an album?
1: Yeah, we wanted to try that. Um,
0: I'm not sure what the thinking was behind that at the time, but
1: we, yeah. we just decided to split it up and, and um, um, I guess tried doing something a bit different.
2: Um, I think it which, was not having patience, Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. to wait like, a long time and then go here's an album Mm -hmm. like i think we just had stuff that we were like this is good like now let's put it out now (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah.
1: and even at that stage i think we'd done we'd done so much touring on the back of the first record that we had the feeling like well we we really need to get stuff out now it's time to like you know
0: reappear back in the world which obviously
1: now we're feeling pretty strongly as well yeah um
0: the wheels are in motion. And again, we know the album is called Horizons. Is recording everything finished or are you guys still? Oh, yeah. Yep.
2: yep. It's recorded and mixed. It's about to be uh, mastered. mastered. yeah.
0: Great. Yeah. That's really exciting.
2: Yeah. Great. Yeah. I just listened to the whole
1: album actually for the first time from start to finish the other day and I was like, huh. <laughs>
0: It's alright actually <laughs> yeah. It's not that bad <laughs> Is that how it works Like as far as when the album's done You kind of just go off Into your respective rooms And just listen to it And then come out and share notes Or is it It's too late now It's done Oh no yeah We make
2: <laughs> we, we do like lots of listening During the period And we're constantly making notes um,
1: Yeah This is more I, I just mean I listen to the whole thing In the right order From beginning it. to end mm. Just just like Sitting there And just taking mm. it in And that, I hadn't done that
0: you know. Is it Would it be quite strange Like have you Have you listened to Horizons Once through Yeah, once through. Okay, I was gonna say if you would listen to the debut album Mm. and then listen to Horizons directly after, what do you think would be the biggest difference? Pros Um, and cons.
1: I think. uh, Hmm. I think that this new album is more mature, which probably shouldn't come as any surprise to anyone. Mm. Um, Like there were there were tracks on the first album which felt, I think, more throwaway, but like that can also be cool, like more in a kind of a bubblegummy way. While this album, I think, is all pretty serious. Um, I don't know. In terms of, like, style and, and, like, musical direction, it's so hard from the inside to kind of judge that. Like, Mm. we never really know... uh, how stuff we do is gonna be received and how it'll fit together. I remember so clearly with the first record, we we sort of threw this record together and we were like, oh man, this record is like so unhinged. Like nothing sounds the same as anything else. Mm. Like we're gonna put this out and people are gonna be like, what the fuck are you guys doing? It's like yeah. <laughs> not an album. Yeah. And then most of the feedback we got was like, what an amazingly <laughs> cohesive body of work. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That it's always, so well curated. And we were just like, go okay, with it. Yeah, it's a concept album. One, yeah.
2: yeah. People just make up their own minds about how they, you know. Interpret it. And yeah. they're like, you are this. And we're yeah. like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's cool.
0: fascinating as well is, um, because obviously you guys are from Sydney, mm. 2010, as far as Sydney nightlife, as far as the Sydney dancing compared yeah. to 2019, very different times. Fastly, yeah. Uh, and you guys said you spent some time in the US. Yes. Yeah. When you came back to Australia and came back to Sydney,
2: mm. first thoughts? On seeing all the places that we sort of came up in closing yeah. down. Yeah pretty sad yeah it's really sad really sad
1: and 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 not even like you just notice it flowing onto every other aspect of of life here as well it's like the death of culture it's like really sad Mm. and even just not being able to i remember we we were living in the states we came back here we were touring we were doing rehearsals we finished at like i don't know 10 p.m and we're like let's go get a beer um on oxford street and everything is closed it's like i don't understand how how did this happen yeah Mm. it's really it's embarrassing
0: Mm. Did you, I mean, as far as when you guys were coming up, um, so I'm assuming, you know, mid early 2000s. Yeah. Did you guys kind of hone your craft there as far as going into clubs, doing (laughs) impromptu DJ sets or whatever it may be?
2: We basically learnt to DJ between the hours of like 3 a.m. and 6 (laughs) a.m. Yeah. When there was like, you know, not that many people left in the club and it was didn't matter how bad you were you know like we basically learned to DJ in clubs
1: I never I've never owned turntables in my life oh really no I just (laughs) completely like my first like 10 DJ sets were like actually shambolic (laughs) (laughs) but then I was like oh okay I kind of get the hang of this yeah I figured it out but yeah that doesn't exist anymore like that and also like um that we could quit like our day jobs because we were getting these like DJ sets Mm. in the cross on the weekend and we were like oh cool we don't have to work during the week anymore. We can make music during the week, mm. you know? And that to me is really important because that doesn't exist now for kids to be able to do that. Yeah, And that really sucks because, you know, that's like, um, like I said before, it feels like more than the death of a nightlife. It feels like the death of a culture.
0: Mm. I mean, is there any hope for like, say you're a 19, 20 year old kid who wants to DJ. And like you said, like, because there are spots in the cross and, and the city in general where clubs are still busy. Um, But it's after that, you know, that one, one-thirty bracket Mm. where if you're not in the club, tough shit. Mm. And naturally, the crowds are just going to disperse and they're not going to fill up again. Right. Mm. So
2: what can you give any advice to those young guys? I guess it's just sort of that there's almost, there's a little less opportunity, which would mean more competitiveness. Mm. So I guess anything that you can do to give yourself an edge, whether that be in the way that you produce music or Mm. write or play if you're a DJ, that's something unique
0: yeah
1: my advice would be vote <laughs> vote yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean this might come out after the election but um, that could that could change things for sure
2: yeah
0: because even like just think of thinking of Sydney acts like your Flumes your Alice in Wonderland your Rufuses these guys all would have kind of established themselves when the scene was big and it's not now so right. it, it, it kind of makes you it. wonder where the fuck is the next one going to come yeah exactly yeah well we'll try and make it better because this is very depressing now <laughs> we do, I do, I have to ask about shooting stars because I think we, I mean, there's no reason. Chris, I spoke to you in 2017 for whatever reason. Um, the meme of the shooting stars had just come out. Yeah. The mm-hmm. little six-second little thing. And then for whatever reason, Katy Perry used it in her Swish Swish film clip. Yeah. Which I, I checked before you guys walked in is now at over 528 million views on YouTube. Wow. Really? Um, can you just walk me through... I mean, if we can go back to 2008, you guys released Shooting Stars. It was 2008, right? Yeah, maybe yeah, I think, Don't tell me Wikipedia Nine. lied to me.
2: It had a, it, well, it had a uh, <laughs> couple of releases because it was a B-side yeah. to another oh, release, and then it got a re-release. Yeah. Yeah, on, on Modular. yeah. So as far as you guys
0: releasing that track back then, mm-hmm. did you kind of have a feeling that it was going to be... <laughs> as popular Uh, not not, not of course like oh yeah in in 10 years times and memes are a thing this will be involved guys yeah but like as far as when you release that song thinking like this is this is a a fucking hit
2: nah this is like one of the funniest things about that song is and we've said this before in other interviews but we used to mix out of that song in the breakdown like when it went like we used to mix another song in and stuff Yeah. yeah see DJs do that in clubs
0: now and everyone boos yeah because like what the fuck wait for the break
2: yeah yeah, yeah we didn't know what we were doing and I,
1: I remember like it was someone had told us to not do that one time
2: we were like oh, yeah okay, all right, okay sure, sure. And, and that's the first time that we let yeah. it go in a club <laughs> situation and people were like ah, and we yeah were like, oh my god
1: yeah but in the context of the of like when that was like most dance music then was like really loud and aggressive and pretty noisy and it was like didn't really fit in with with what anyone else was playing in the club. so Right. It was a little um,
2: happy in like.
1: Yeah. It felt a little, uh, I don't know, like didn't have that same kind of energy. I mean, this is the time of like all the Ed Banger stuff and like Mm. Crookers and that kind of really big heavy club stuff. And that's what we were playing as well. So, I mean, it still does feel sometimes weird in our sets. We're playing really housey and then we just kind of
0: throw that in there. But, I mean, um, people seem to get around it. Yeah. So at what point then did you guys kind of figure out, oh, okay, for whatever reason, almost
2: 10 years later, this has being used in a meme.
0: And I think it was by some US teenager.
2: Yeah, like oh, I can forget <laughs> where the roots came from, but I, the first one was the river guy. Yeah, some guy falling in a river, right? The f- guy falling in the river, yeah. Yeah, but like
1: before that, we we started seeing weird internet stuff Like, and the way we would find out about it is like the comments on YouTube would just mm. be like, Like the first one I remember is people just started saying R.I.P. Harambe and Harambe brought me here. Yeah. Like hundreds of comments and we were like, what the fuck is Harambe? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then found out that he was a gorilla who died and then someone had made some meme related to him. But there was another one as well. You were saying the other day, pre that or post that?
2: Before the and bridge you're, guy.
1: You're thinking of the one the
0: guy fell in the river, right? That's, no, that's, no,
2: no. Like, So this is there's one before. That just weren't as widespread, yeah. Right, okay. But like little things like it, like the Harambe one, it was something like, a, I think it was like they had Harambe and then you split into like six Harambes <laughs> and then they all were dancing yeah, to, yeah. The, to the tune yeah. and stuff like that.
0: And then after that, that's when Katy Perry did that film clip full of memes and you guys were in that. Yeah. Did, did, just yeah. question, does, does she have to get permission to use that song in the track? Uh, yeah. 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 I, I, I can't imagine Katie's just calling you as personally, but get it, boys. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that's fucking crazy. And then after that, Shooting Stars started cracking the US charts. And I'm pretty sure like as of last week, it's still in the top 40. Of the dance charts,
2: really? Yeah, I haven't, I I haven't well, checked this week's attention. charts.
0: I'm not that up to date with my charts. Okay,
2: but I, I did I, see someone tweet at us a month ago or something, it was and back I in the top ten. Yeah, yeah, that was insane because and the
0: debut album as well was in the um, I think the top twenty electro albums chart as well. That's amazing. Amazing. That's just hovering. Yeah. Mm. Um. So how has the US been since then? Are you guys visiting it as frequently as you are?
2: Pretty good. I think like uh, we haven't really done a tour over there in a little while. We mm. have visited quite a bit mm. yeah um but yeah we haven't really toured
1: no i think we probably hit a tour there in october or something is the is the vague plan yeah, yeah. so yeah we'll see uh after the record yeah we're coming zone. back we're we, yeah we did do one tour there like in the post meme world and it was actually just pretty similar to the to the last tour like good like mm. lots of times and like uh, all the shows were awesome but it wasn't like oh my god we're now like this crazy yeah. meme lords playing
0: in fucking stadiums and <laughs> yeah, stuff yeah like yeah because yeah. there would always be the, the concern that this is gonna be like you'll be like some sort of joke song now right but I yeah. mean like Empire of the Sun had the same thing I think Walking on a Dream was using like a Honda commercial over there mm. yeah and then that hit the charts and fucking Luke still goes and plays on Ellen yeah, it's right. In like 2017, but for a 2009 <laughs> release song. Yeah, yeah. yeah So yeah. It's, it can work in a fucking awesome way. Yeah, totally. Um, and
2: that was one of the coolest things about it, I think, was people that were writing to us that were like, I'd never heard of this band before, you know, came here from the meme song, but like stayed for the music because yeah. we love the music. And that was probably the coolest thing, like yeah. having all these people like look exactly, like look beyond just this meme thing and yeah. and see that, you know. We're doing something that they like, which is amazing.
0: Yeah. It's hit triple platinum in Australia, right? That's yeah, that's right. yeah congratulations. Yeah. And Thank Sunlight you. is gold. Sunlight's yeah. gold. I think the album is
1: Close, gold or close to gold i don't yeah. know we got this big spreadsheet the other day from our someone i forget who but um it's amazing like and especially shooting stars is platinum in all these countries that we countries. never would have thought of we've right? never been to yeah never. Mm. um yeah it's pretty exciting
0: yeah having these crazy big global hit tracks and even songs like sunlight as well like it's it's a massive song in australia when you are writing new music do you is it whether you want it to or not is it in the back of your head like we need to we need to make a new shooting style Or do you just not give a fuck and just do what you guys do?
2: No, we don't care. I think we just – I think we sort of don't want to – like if you sort of listen to the music that we've done throughout our thing, we're not really big fans of rehashing the Mm. same sound Mm. and I think that's part of like to do with ever since our very first DJ mix, like it was all over the place, you know, like it went from like 70s rock to uh, 2000s German techno. To Dizzy Rascal. Yeah. Yeah. it's just like anything that takes our fancy we're just like let's run with this thing Mm. and that's why I think you find the because you know we didn't write shooting stars thinking oh we need to make a (laughs) yeah a huge smash kind of thing so yeah I don't think it makes sense to approach music in that way um yeah I think it
1: puts a lot of pressure on on like weird pressure as well like not pressure to do something good or better but just pressure to like um yeah I don't know like weirdly stay in the same lane or something mm. like i wouldn't like to think that you know nearly 10 years later we were we were still
0: like shooting stars part two yeah or yeah. even still
1: we're interested in making a song like that like mm. like we're different people and like have different tastes and the music world has changed yeah and, you know you got to kind of like go with the flow
0: so what are you listening to now like when you're talking about horizons coming out later this year what are you listening now compared to what you guys were listening to and creating in 2010
1: uh, I think we both listen to, I think we both have pretty weird musical taste actually. Like, <laughs> buble. Um, Michael Bublé. Yeah, a lot of Bublé. Yeah, obviously. Bublé in the morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in um, the evening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I listen to lots of classical music and world music. And um, yeah. I don't know, like, there's occasionally an album will come out that I really love, like a, a pop album or whatever that I really love, and I'll rinse it for a while. But mm. for the most part, I find myself listening to that stuff almost like just. Checking the waters Mm. and i'll I'll listen to record and be like oh cool that's cool and then
2: you go back to field recordings of like (laughs) you know frogs in exactly peru circa 1950 like that's what a lot of the stuff that i honestly listen to yeah oh really yeah you know how spotify does that thing like your top 20
0: (laughs) listens of the year man
1: mine was fucking pretty weird
0: wait what are your like daily mixes you know how you get like the six yeah you curate them based on what you listen to
1: yeah mine is uh actually that's pretty scarily um Good, my daily mixes but they're very <laughs> like obviously like delineated yeah like this one is all african music and this one is all blah 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 whatever. yeah this is all string quartets whatever it might be
0: yeah because there's always the assumption as well that because you guys create dance music you're listening to nothing but dance music i don't yeah. listen to
2: any dance music no. unless i'm unless i uh you know unless we have a dj tour coming up mm. and i'm like who's been who's got the heat and i start digging through like New dance releases. But in my spare time, yeah, I'm like, same. I'm like, actually, have you ever seen that meme of like, it's like Bach and Tupac? And someone's like, oh, who? When ah. Bach, the composer, oh, yeah, like the yeah, German sorry, composer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anna and Tupac. And they're like, when my uh, recommendations, <laughs> it's like my <laughs> recommendations, and they're like hanging out together. <laughs> like, that's kind of what my stuff is like. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's like a lot of, uh, yeah, it's like jazz, classical, like pop. Rap, yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah. Weird, electronic, experimental, and tons of field recordings. Mm. I'll do that on the plane a lot, you know, like a like I have a playlist just full of stuff that's been recorded by they're almost researchers, you know, and they just kinda go into the Andes and record like local musicians, but in the fifties with a little old tape recorder yeah. and stuff. Mm. And that's the coolest thing to like time travel or, you know, that you can do, I think. Like the closest thing. The closest thing. Um. So on the plane, like I get the noise cancelling zone on, and I just close my eyes and yeah. drift away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you guys do any like
0: trippy shit? Because like, we had Rufus on the podcast, and they said for their last album, mm. they actually had a um a Sherpa come into the studio with them, mm. and he would kind of just sit there, and he was spaced out, and he'd just be, like do this, and they would just go okay, and they'll just follow him blindly, and that they made songs out of that. No way. Sick. Or like you know, was it like, Rick Rubin? <laughs> uh, yeah, they, uh, when I when I shot some, music, I was like, "Oh, we can't say." I'm like, "Piss off, Rufus!" <laughs> Fuck you guys. But no, but like even Steve Aoki, like in on his latest album, he has that track with Bill Nye the Science Guy, mm-hmm. and he yeah. said that was just because they happened to be at like some panel together, mm. yeah. and Bill was just spouting some really interesting shit, and Steve said, "Do you mind if I record this on my phone?" Yeah. And so what you hear in that song is like an iPhone recording.
2: Cool. Um, yeah, we do that. Like I also have a little microphone that I plug into the end of my iPhone that can it'll you know and it will be a wav recorder but also a lot of the times the crappy um quality uh, the low bit rate and the iphone compression gives you an amazing microphones
0: on iphone suck
2: it's kind of suck in a good way yeah it's a cool sound though um but we've got stuff on our record that's from like we were in hong kong we had a gig in hong kong and um we did a big walk up this massive hill like the mountain there and uh you walk past a, through a botanic gardens, and there's these huge cages full of orangutans and um, like all kinds of monkeys and stuff, and they make some crazy noises, mm. and we recorded a bunch of them. Yeah, that's in the album. That's in sure. the album. There's a an Uber driver telling us about uh, swinger parties that he goes to with his wife in Key West, in Key West, in Florida. That's yeah. in there.
0: Oh, just him talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Oh fuck.
2: Yeah. Um, but it's kind of granulated and sampled in a way yeah. where you, it's not like just dialogue of yeah, someone yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, definitely sound sources from everywhere.
0: Yeah, the inspiration of how long did you guys live in LA for? Sorry,
2: I'm kind of still over there, but yeah. we, we spent um, on and off for six, seven years. Yeah. yeah, it's a long time.
0: Is it? Is the the point of going to LA because you want to collaborate more? Is there just more going on over there compared to what's happening
2: here? It, look, it literally was like let's do a three month riding trip, yeah. and it just turned. We just into, never left. Yeah, yeah, we never left. Yeah.
0: Just because like it was just having such a good time?
2: Well, we thought it was slowly. Every time we'd come, we'd come over to Australia and do a tour and then we'd go, let's bring back this synth and this synth because it'd be sick to have them in the room too. <laughs> and we'd start bringing things over. And then before we knew it, we were like, well, we've started doing a lot. Let's finish, you know, writing a record. And then it was a longer time. And then, I don't know, it just kind of, we started really feeling it. and
1: Yeah, it's a fun place to be. Yeah, mm. For sure.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, as far as the album is concerned, then, like, it's, we've said quarter three. Quarter three, right? Mm-hmm. Quarter yeah, three. cool. Um, the, the plan after that, are you guys going to be touring for an extensive period of time or is it kind of just be select
2: shows? There's a live tour plan for, yep. it's kind of on hold at the moment, like pending, pending. release dates and all that sort of thing. Mm. But, yeah, we're going to come back and do, we'll have a new live show Um
1: for the end of the year, and then they'll be touring overseas, in the states, and Europe, and then uh, probably back here over New Year's Eve and that kind of summer in Australia
0: period, which are yeah, always pretty busy. The end.
1: magical time. Um, mm. So yeah, it'll be a busy end of the year, but hopefully, um, you know, riding the wave of the of the new album, it's going to feel good.
0: Yeah, we have to. I do have to ask about the festivals as well, because festivals in Australia, and probably specifically New South Wales, are a bit of a fucking mess right now. Yeah. yeah. Um. Actually, what, what's your take on what's happening right now?
2: Well, man, I mean, I mean it's know, a broad question. again pretty pretty pretty, <laughs> pretty dismal bleak. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like a couple of the shows that we had on this tour that were supposed to be live got down downgraded to DJ sets cuz they got of, their capacities
1: cut in half yeah. or whatever. It's just um yeah, I don't know. It's just start, it's like now it's starting to feel like enough is enough, you know? Like there's it's like you know, my my mom is like talking about it and stuff. It feels like it's much more in the in the greater consciousness of, of people who live here as opposed to just, like, a bunch of DJs, like, whining about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you got people coming out here and I saw, like, Conan was talking about it or the Red Hot, Hot Shirt. Yeah, members. Conan was, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. You know, it just feels like hopefully now it's more...
2: Like, people are seeing the vibrancy get sucked out of the city. And yeah. Just, it's, you know... I mean, Man, we were
1: watching a video the other day of this thing we did in Sydney in 2009, I think, called... For the Sydney Festival. It was, like, the festival first night. Mm. And it was us... Um, Ajax, Santa Gold, A-Track, as well, A-track right? just yeah. all on this like public stage just in front of Samaria's Cathedral and like, I don't know, 20,000 kids all rammed into this street. And it's just like, I don't know, it's just like that is so far from happening
0: right now. Like yeah. it's
1: so far from being able to happen that it's, it's like a different completely different it's just yeah
0: the the idea that when they'll just you can slug on fees for festivals and they just want to shut this down like there doesn't seem to be like when they shut venues down for the sake of new apartments and say like, well they want more money but when they're shutting festivals down like splendor and blues fest and all these big ones have mm. said we'll just go to another state fuck it yeah yeah it just doesn't make any sense
1: yeah,
0: yeah it sucks I, I mean i imagine you guys would be in favor of pill testing at festivals absolutely yeah yeah for sure because you you mentioned you've spoken to your mother about it. How does she feel about it?
1: About pill testing? Mm. Yeah, she's into it. She's, yeah, my mum's pretty cool. She's pretty yeah. pretty.
0: Yeah, no, so was my. Initially, yeah. she was like, "But that just encourages kids to take drugs." I'm like, "Well, no, here's what it can do." And then she's like, "Oh."
1: I think people like you know in our parents' generation just have no idea the scale of drug taking that's going on because no kids but no kids are telling their parents how much drugs they're doing so everyone thinks that their kids aren't doing it. Yeah. And they just don't think it's as widespread as it is when it's just like like the, I think they would be shocked if yeah. they knew and then if they
0: if every parent knew that their kids were out like dropping pingers every weekend, mm. I'm sure they'd be in favor of pill testing too. Yeah. But I mean I wasn't around for the time but it's not like this is new. Like fucking the Beatles, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Like how many ODs were there at Woodstock? Yeah, Yeah. But for whatever
2: reason, they seem to think that it's- People always experiment in their youth. They're always going to do it. Like it's just part of it. And you may as well try and make that as safe and, you know, like do as much harm reduction as you can. Mm. I don't understand the the opposition to it, Mm. really.
0: Is there any talk backstage at the festivals? Like do you guys catch up with other artists who are kind of like, what the fuck is this all about?
2: Mostly about the, you know- the the regular the heavy regulation over the festivals not so much i haven't really spoken to other artists about pill testing and things like that but big time over the the over regulation of festivals and how you know sydney losing its nightlife and, mm. well there is a lot of talk about that and no one, i mean like understandably everyone is pretty you know not, bummed not, out not, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah everyone's bummed out about it
0: yeah well Guys, again, I'll try and leave it on a happy note. <laughs> Fuck. Um, <laughs> the, uh, as far as goals after this, you know, we're going to release the second album. Are, are you already think about a third album or you're going to go two and done?
2: Already got ideas. Yeah. Okay, I mean great. Uh, Yeah, it's like it's pretty it, – even before this album was finished mix, like getting mixed – I've yeah, we've both kind of been kicking around things on our laptops and stuff, and it's just like, I think that's just you know part of it. Like if you do music, you kind of do it because you love it, and mm, you yeah, you, you have to do you it. have to do it, and you can't you wouldn't want to be doing anything else, you know, and so we, it's, we just constantly do it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you know like as far as timeframes? Like, do you think you if, if it has to wait another nine years, it'll be nine years? Or oh, no. I would I would like to think I would like, like to do, it out a yeah. bit
1: sooner than that. Um, maybe go for seven or eight.
0: Yeah, <laughs> maybe seven. Can yeah. you can you say how many songs are on this album, or is this all classified? Yeah, this
1: album has uh twelve songs. Okay, great. Yeah.
0: Any fun features?
1: Cameos? A lot of fun features, actually. Um, that was and and I think I'm right in saying all Australian. Yeah. Oh, great. Which um wasn't like a plan at the beginning, but once it sort of started formulating, and we just saw how much good stuff there was going on here, and um, I guess a bit playing into the idea about we don't want the culture and music and all these opportunities we had to die out for young people who are coming through. Mm. Um, It felt really good to do an album that had all all Australian vocals on it. Yeah. Um, Can you say who? Can we say who? I don't know if yet because it hasn't been announced. <laughs> mm, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. So, Kite String Tangle is on one. Yeah. F-
0: <laughs> damn it, not <fine>, sure. <laughs> that's, that's a thing, I guess. Yeah. And cool.
1: oh, Chris from Bag Raiders is on a couple yeah. as well. And that's cool. Jack from Bag Raiders. Maybe is also. Jack. We'll <laughs> <Yeah>. see. <laughs> yeah.
0: Stay tuned. Yeah. Um, well, Jack, Chris, thank you so much for coming by, guys. Mate, thanks right. for having uh, us. The album is called Horizons. It is going to be released in quarter three. We don't have a date yet, but it is very exciting and uh, you guys are touring around the country right now. So check them out. Ew. Awesome. Guys, thanks so much for coming by. Cheers, man. Thank you.